Paracast. I'm your host, Black Six, and we've got a jam-packed show this month. It's our longest episode yet. Great way to kick off the new year. So first off, I sit down with Arpy, XCCJ, and MZ to talk about the recently announced Hero Factory line. After that, Van comes on the show again to do another How to BCP. Actually, we're doing two this month since we missed uh, one for December. And uh, after that, talk with Janice, Smeeg, and Holly Husky about some uh, nostalgia moments from uh, our time with the Bionicle series. And to wrap things up, Smeeg has another song for you guys. So I uh, hope you enjoy it. With me now are XCCJ, MZ, and RP to talk about the recently announced Hero Factory line. How's it going, everyone? Pretty good. Yep, fabulous. All right. So um, last week, at the time of recording at least, uh, there was an interesting announcement on the Toy Fair magazine's website, Wizard World, that um, had some pictures and some information about the uh, upcoming Hero Factory sets. So, uh, what was everyone's first thoughts, starting with XCCJ? Um, smallish. They looked a lot like the uh, Agori and the uh, and the Hero sets. Those were my thir- first thoughts. Yeah, they did seem to be about the same size as the Stars and the Agori before them. What about you, MZ? I like the size and the price. I mean, seven ninety nine. Yeah, the price is one. definitely good. Yeah, I can actually buy one. <laughs> RP? Yeah, I think they look really cool. Um, I was actually looking at some old Iron Man armor earlier today, and that's what these remind me of with the shoulder pads and the little chest symbols in the middle of them. Yeah, they have that uh, interesting I think they look pretty cool. There. Yeah, yeah, pretty attractive. So. All right. So um, one of the big things everyone's been talking about is the uh, ability to use these pieces in creating mocks. So uh, RP, since you're probably one of the most prolific mockers out of this group, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm I'm sort of divided, I think. On one hand, when with sets like, I think, Jimmy Stringer and Duncan Bulk, you have some really cool pieces, like the black and silver Glatorian hands, that could be useful. But then you have these big armor pieces, and the, the one thing I really do not like is the uh, guns on some of them that have this arm envel- enveloping uh, thing going all the way up to the arm. They can only be used with that one 45-degree arm. That just doesn't seem very useful to me at all. But I do like the new feet. I like the hands. The helmets are good for their intended use. So I'll, I'll probably pick up a couple of them more for uh, building than anything else. But yeah, for their size, that's definitely to be expected. So they're what you get, yeah. Alright, what about uh, you guys, XCCJMZ? Any thoughts on their uh, pieces and mocking? Well, I don't build, but I do wish the arms and legs would bend. That would be a excellent plus. Yeah, that's one of the drawbacks, I guess, about going down to the smaller price point. Yeah, I mean, there are... Uh, I like some of the interesting armor and some of the uh, new weapon designs, but... It just feels like we've taken a big step backwards. I mean, in the future, we or in the last couple of years, we've gone to these big figures with uh, perfect articulation in so many ways, and now it's like we really just jump back to the original Toomata, although a little bit fancier. Right. Yeah, and also the lacking of the uh, the gears and features. But uh, these obviously aren't going to be the only Hero Factory sets coming out this year, so hopefully we'll see some uh, bigger ones uh, along with that. So um, RP mentioned a couple of these sets' names, and uh, I think there's been a lot of negative feedback once this list came out. So uh, what does everyone think of those names, starting with MZ? I don't get what the deal is with these names. I mean, Natalie Breeze, okay, that's kind of cheesy, but... It's what you'd expect from Lego. So do you like them or not? Yeah, I like the name. I mean, they're not Bionicle, per se, but who cares? Yeah, I think it's definitely a good way to kind of set this line apart from Bionicle. Um, you know, especially since, like we mentioned before, the size factor is very similar to the Agori and other sets and some a lot of the similar pieces. What about you, XCCJ? 
Well, do you guys like remember the Slizzers and uh, Throwbots from like 1999 before Bionicle? Yeah, of course. Well, I I was a big fan of those, and their names were like Torch, Ski, Jet, Electro, and those were the American names. And if you go and look at the European names, they were Fire, Ice, City, Water. They were very basic. So, I mean, I, I see these names are kind of along the same line as those with, like, Breeze and Blaze and uh, Bulk. But they kind of add a human element by adding real names. So, I'm I'm okay with them. I'm not impressed like I was with the original uh, Bionicle names. but All right, and RP? Well, I think Jimmy Stringer is a terribly interesting name. I know while I'm building that set, I'm just going to be singing, Excuse me while I build this guy! <laughs> and so on, so on and so forth. Wow. But I, I think considering that this is sort of aimed at little kids, you know, we're, we're above Bionicle target audience, so naturally we're going to think they're a little silly. But it, it's sort of like with Jack Stone and all the minifigure names in the system lines. They're sort of cheesy. You wouldn't hear, you wouldn't see real people named them. But... I, I think they're uh, they get the point across that this is different from Bionicle, like you said, and they should do a pretty good job of uh, selling sets and you know giving kids names to play with, so on and so forth. Yeah, other Lego set lines like Agents have had similarly uh, cheesy names. So uh, another thing I guess that we've been kind of uh, mentioning here and there is that in the end these sets aren't that different from their Bionicle predecessors. So uh, what does everyone have to think? about uh, the similarities between the Hero Factory and the Bionicle line, starting with XCCJ. Okay, well, the, the first thing that strikes me is the Natalie Breeze set. That mask looks a lot like the Voltraz set, in my opinion. And if you look at some of the other masks, uh, like William Blaze, I could see that being a 2004 Huna from the Kama. And I could see, like, Jimmy Stringer, he looks like he has a Hordega head. So, I mean, the, the helmets or masks, they look very similar to Bionicle. And the, the weapon, some of the weapons also are reminiscent of past sets. All right, what about the rest of you guys? Well, I was thinking, just looking at these sets, it seems like possibly LEGO was creating the new molds that were used in the Glatorium, like the hands and the Iron Man-looking heads. And perhaps they were created with Hero Factory in mind. Uh, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, another possibility is uh, since the announcement of Bionicle Ending came so late that these sets were already in production as going to be the next wave of Bionicle sets, and then, you know, the decision to cancel the line came, and they had to make some changes. You know, maybe um, the limbs and everything were already done, and then the weapons and maybe, like, the, uh, the armor, the chest emblems were kind of added on as an afterthought. Yeah, the weapons and chests definitely aren't bionicle but i can see where the helmets and the legs and so forth could be well if you if you've read greg's blog he mentioned that the next storyline was supposed to include the elemental the elemental lords on uh bar magna so i can see this series being those elemental lords oh definitely yeah although i wouldn't have expected the elemental lords to be uh, so small yeah good <laughs> <Sure>. point <laughs> good point but, uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, they could have incorporated that into the storyline some other way. Mm -hmm. So what else do you guys have to uh, say about these sets? Just go um, for it. Did uh, I mention I like the uh, I, I like the foot pieces? I like those a lot. Those look cool. So. Yeah, I like, the, uh, I like the foot pieces and the, uh, the leg armor, how they kind of go with them. But I'm not a fan of the fact that the leg armor looks like it's all one piece that just covers the whole thing. Well, you could use it as the lower leg armor on larger mocks. I mean, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm sure you guys will find interesting ways of uh, putting that to use. But at the mm -hmm. same time, it looks very uh, kind of specialized. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering yeah, if that's a new silver or an old silver on the Duncan bulk. You know, I'm almost thinking that um, since they're CG images, that that's not really what it's going to look like in the end. Yeah. It, it would be really cool if it were gunmetal gray. But. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, if, you, if you look at the color schemes, I'd assume Duncan would be the one that's going to take place of the, you know, brown, orange, yellow set. 
but um, he doesn't kind of look like any of those colors. I'm not sure exactly what mm-hmm. what that silverish color is supposed to be. Yeah, you know, I, I think we're moving away from the bionicle stereotypes we sort of gotten into over the last nine or ten years. You know, we have a female who's green. We have a leader. I, I think the description said that the leader was the white one. Yeah, I believe so. And then, yeah. And, and we do have uh, Duncan Bulk, who is not, you know, like you say, he could be the stone replacement or possibly Jimmy Stringer. At the same time, though, it's six sets and canisters. And we have a red, a blue, a green, a white, a black, and some other color. So it's not too far away from the uh, formula. Yeah. Well, that's I, also, I figure they're still they're going with what works, you know? This is true. Yeah, it's a formula that sells. Yep, time and time again, despite uh, the complaints of some fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of com- complaints, I'm still annoyed we have lime green and we still don't have uh, mata green back. I don't know if we're ever going to see that again. Well, well, it was on the um, Grash canister lid, so mm-hmm. that gave me high hopes, and I saw these images. It's like, come on, bring it back. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the focus groups just like the lime green for some reason. I don't know. I think it's been said in the past that focus groups and the younger kids tend to like the brighter, more vibrant colors. And yeah, the yeah. lime green is definitely much brighter than uh, your traditional matte green. Well, they still use the dark metro green, so... Yeah, I don't not, know. Not as much, though. But that's just my opinion, so... <laughs> Alright, any other complaints that anyone has? Mm, no. RP, nothing? I so. No, I'm, I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm just sitting here chilling. <laughs> I'm good. Alright. Uh, so, looking forward, Toy Fair is uh, less than a month away, so hopefully we'll get to see these guys in person and see the rest of the lineup should be interesting. So what do you guys hope to see in the rest of the Hero Factory line, starting with uh, MZ? Well, I kind of hope for a better storyline, but considering what we're seeing now, I'm not sure about that. All right, XCCJ, what are you hoping for? Well, in, in the next line of sets, I'm hoping for a couple more colors basically i like i like lots of new sets in different cool colors so if as long as they bring in some more different ones that maybe they haven't in past years so i'm looking forward to that all right and rp well yeah i mean it's obvious this line is taking a more futuristic tack towards things so i'd love to see some more funky looking robotic things uh, like we have with agents you know you have these tremendously uh comical or sort of Pulp Fiction-y uh, robots, and it'd be cool if we had some of those, or just generally futuristic designs. I'm all for it. Alright, sounds pretty good. Uh, anyone else have any closing thoughts before we wrap this up? Jimmy Stringer, awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well in that case, guys, uh, thanks for joining me on the show, and I uh, hope you can come back in the future. You're very welcome. Sure. Cool. Alright, great guys, talk to you later. Well, cheerio. Back again is the Animatron of Anger for this month's How To BZP. Uh, we missed him last month, so we're going to do two this time around. How's everything going? It's going pretty good. All right, so our first topic that uh, seems to show up quite frequently in new member Q&A has to do with uh, vanishing posts or posts that the server eats. Um, kind of want to dispel some myths and rumors around that. Yeah. Well, All right, so what really is happening to these posts then? Well, basically, it's just, you know, we're playing moderator over here, and we are, you know, just moderating the posts. Sometimes they are being set invisible so that only staff members can see them, and we can review it for, you know, if we thought, if someone thought there might have been an issue with it, we can review it. Or we just plain deleted it because it uh, violated some rules that we weren't fine with them. I mean, typically, this happens a lot in uh, the creative forms. This is usually where people see their posts disappearing. And it's because you just posted something that was really generic, like, oh, good job, and that was your entire post or something like that. And that's not really, you know, constructive or adding anything to the discussion, so it the post is then removed. 
Yeah, if you make a post that says, I like it, 10 out of 10, that's not adding anything. You know, Talk about what you like and why you like it. Uh, anything else is just usually considered spam and will be uh, deleted by the staff. Yeah, we don't need that cluttering up the topics and you know, it's not actually giving any information that helps the topic starter. Right. So uh, our next um, topic comes in the form of a question from Toe of Nerds who asks, I would like to know what are the exact SIG guidelines. I think it would be really beneficial for the whole community, especially new members who may not be familiar with the rules. So we're not going to go through uh, every last guideline here, but we'll go through the uh, the major points that people seem to have troubles with. Yeah, and obviously one of those is dealing with images. And I'll, I'll admit it, our image guidelines are a tad confusing if you don't understand them at first. You can only have, there are two different types of sizes we allow, and that's 250 by 100 or up to, or I should say up to that, or 468 by 60. But you can't mix them. You can't have 468 by 100. Well, I suppose you could have 250 by 60, but... That doesn't help you much. No. <laughs> and you can have as many images as you want as long as they take up that amount of space as well. So, you know, if you want to link yeah. to a couple of different things, you can have, you know, a... You could have 550 by 100 images in your SIG as long as they're all next to each other. Yeah. If you so felt compelled to do so. Yeah. And some people are. But, um, yeah. you know, if you put them on separate lines and you're taking up more space, in that case, it would end up being 50 by 500, which uh, doesn't work. So it's not yeah. based on the area. It's based on the dimensions. Yeah. And another thing to remember is that we also watch file sizes. You don't want to get your file size of all the images, including your avatar, over 100 KB. We're not too fond of that. Yeah, I mean, our server tends to be uh, slow enough already. So uh, if you have large images, that just take, makes the uh, page load even slower. So I guess um, another thing people tend to have issues with is the number of lines of text you can have in your SIG. Yeah, and <clears throat> I think a lot of the issues tend to come with people that are viewing on you know higher resolutions versus what we might. Yeah, there's still a lot of people out there that have uh, fairly older computers or low-resolution displays. Yeah, and you know, obviously, we're not going to be big sticklers and you know use the lar or use the lowest resolution possible. But you know, we kind of use a mid-range one. And it, I think me personally, I use a widescreen resolution, but it's not the you know, it's not a super high resolution either. So, so what do uh, the rules actually say about the number of lines you can have? Uh, you can only have five lines of text. All right, and how does that? Uh work out with images then? Um, images do not count as a line. Right, so you can have text on the same line as an image, but that does count as a line, or five lines of text and an image, right? Yeah, and um, don't try to hide it into a spoiler tag. <laughs> yeah, not only is that an improper <laughs> use of the spoiler tag, it's uh, yeah, going to break the rules. will count as a line too. <laughs> All right. So, anything uh, else about signatures that crops up frequently? Um, occasionally, we still get uh, people making religious mentions in signatures, and some of it's okay, I guess. You know, the ones that are usually just like you know PME if you're this religion, those are fine. But uh, the ones that we aren't so fine with is if you try to insult another religion, you know, saying it's worthless, useless, or anything along those lines. Um, if you try to hock your religion onto someone else, you know, and try to say, uh, if you don't believe my religion, you're a horrible person. You know, we don't need any of that either. We're trying to create a nice welcome environment for everyone here. Right. And, you know, it doesn't go, f you know, it doesn't matter if you're targeting one religion or all of them. We have um, had people in the past who just target all religions in general. And it's not that we're, you know, trying to be biased towards religion. We're just trying to, like Van said, keep everything you know nice and family friendly and welcoming. So, um, you know, if someone said that uh, you know science or some scientific argument was uh, stupid or illogical as well, while it doesn't necessarily violate the signature rules or the religion guidelines strictly, you know, we might ask them to remove that as well because it's equally as offensive. Yeah. I mean, pretty much anything that's offensive, controversial, anything like that. 
uh, we try to avoid or prohibit that discussion on BZ Power. Yeah, like like I said before, we're just trying to make it a welcome environment for everyone. We don't, you know, we're trying our hardest not to just offend any particular groups. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, you know, this is a website for toys, a toy line, so it's not really the spot to be talking about politics, religion, that kind of thing. Yep. All right, then. Well, thanks for coming on. No problem. Joining me now are Holly Husky, Smeagol 4, and Janice to talk about nostalgia. How's it going, everyone? It's going pretty good. Fine. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, with uh, Bionicle coming to an end, a lot of people have been waxing nostalgic about uh, the past nine years and all the great memories we have from it. So we're going to do a little segment today, talk about some of our memories and how awesome Bionicle is. Or was, or used to be. Yeah. <laughs> it, it used to be awesome, but the things that we liked, we don't like anymore. <laughs> I don't because like anything. We're old. <laughs> I actually hate Bionicle. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you here? Uh, no, no, no. I, I we hired him I, for some reason. The donuts. <laughs> He's actually a professional yeah. actor here to take the place of Smeagol for. Exactly. Smeagol hey. refused to be part of this. He wasn't getting a high enough paycheck. No, I'm actually, I'm actually Humphrey Bogart. So anyway, yeah. where were you guys in 2001, <laughs> or whenever you first heard about Bionicle? Um, I was actually reading the Lego magazine, and I remember my original thoughts when I saw that uh, little teaser for Vakama and Tahu, and I went, wow, that's stupid. It's going to end up just <laughs> like Robo Riders and Throwbots. And then you know, gotta- years <laughs> later, you end up being staff on VC Power. Exactly. My first set was actually Pohatu and Pahrak. Ah, oh, that's a good one. In your soul. So who who got it for you? Me. I got it for me. Oh. Well, what changed your mind then? Uh, I got the first comic and I was hooked instantly. Now, see, that's funny because that's very similar to what happened to me. Like when I first saw it, I was just like, oh, new throwbots. They look pretty cool, but, you know, I don't have much money. Right? And, then, uh, and then I got the comic. I was like, sweet. That's pretty I know cool. it was amazing. And and then I fell in love with Pohatu, and I needed to buy him, and you know, it just kind of, it just kind of steamrolled from there. Yeah, pretty much. Becca. So I guess everyone's first was Pohatu. Well, actually, I was at a Kmart. I was twelve, and oh. my brother's like, "I want to get one of these new Legos," and my mom's like, "Well, they all look pretty evil to me, so <laughs> this Pohatu <laughs> looks the less evil. You can get this one." And it's like, okay. And I'm like, whatever. I'm like, can it make up? So, so, get home, and he's got that little CD in there. Yeah. And he's like, I need your help. It's stalling this. Help me. Do it. I don't know anything. <laughs> it's like, okay. So, we put it in <laughs> and start looking at the different characters. And I was like, this is cool. And my sister's like, this is cool. And we dropped the makeup for several years and bought Bionicle instead. That's and that's pretty, how it happened. Uh, if I can say personally, you, you should have stuck with the makeup. Yeah, see, I started with Bionicle, <laughs> and then I moved on to makeup later. In <laughs> Rob always had makeup. Yeah. Rob never gave up makeup. Rob refused. Yeah, the, the Bionicle was just a supplement to the makeup for exactly. Rob. <laughs> and when Clickets came around, it was perfect. It was oh. the best combination. I still remember that story that uh, Bionicle Rex posted. Where they yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yes. that's some nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. I Everybody have no idea how he found out about that, but uh. <laughs> so I've, well, I've best ever. I've got to ask, um, since we all got Pohatu first, was I that didn't get Pohatu first. first. You guys didn't ask me. That's because you. We don't like you, Andrew. <laughs> Go away. See, when I saw that ad on the back of the first Lego magazine, I went out and I put in the what it was like the pre-order set or whatever for uh, Tahu and Vakama. Now those were my first sets. Uh, see, Andrew, this was supposed to be you asking us about our nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Not us we, we, don't about your we don't care about your nostalgia. Oh. <laughs> so, sad. out of the cool people who got Pohatu first, <laughs> out of the cool people who got Pohatu first, did we all want him first? Because I did. Well, I, I thought he was cool. I wanted Kohatu actually, first, and I was Pohatu was the were first out. one I bought, but I actually received Tahu first. But I love, I wanted Pohatu first. And I bought him first. You know what? I think Pohatu is the best Toa. I agree. He is. You think that he because is. he is. 
You know, that's totally yeah. the, the orange top. version. Ew. That's not Bohatu. That's not Bohatu. That is his <laughs> evil twin. Is, is this the part yeah. where we are? Is this the part where we're, we're like, get off my lawns, you kids? <laughs> River snapper. <laughs> <laughs> All you people who like Bionicle now are wrong. That is what Take we told you about in 2001. <laughs> well, we bought our Bionicle sets, we had to walk uphill both ways in the snow <laughs> to go to the store. Exactly. It was below 50 degrees outside. And we didn't have shoes. <laughs> <laughs> or coats. Or hair. <laughs> so one thing I thought it was interesting that you guys mentioned was that the comic was uh, what got some of you interested. Or uh, in your case, Becca, the, the CD with the storyline. And that's yeah. definitely one of the things that kind of got me interested as well was, you know, the, the kind of mysterious uh, tropical island kind of story theme. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's what really separated Bionicle from other ro- uh, Lego lines such as Robo Riders or Throwbots, which I, I had enjoyed, you know, like the slicers beforehand, but Bionicle kind of stood out. And, um, well, the story has had its ups and downs over the years. Um, I feel a lot in the later years, it kind of got a lot of tropes and it stereotypes. Kind of had an up and then a bit. down. Uh, yeah. A big um, <laughs> Yeah. But, um, <laughs> um, but that, that was what really set Bionicle up part was that it had this kind of interesting story which was i liked it at first um, <laughs> at first <laughs> well the story did get very involved and kind of confusing you know and that, i think that was one of the reasons why it ended up getting canceled but um yeah yeah well and yeah. it was and kind I feel- of surprising for lego to do something that long yeah it like, was completely yeah, no kidding no kidding Keep so going. i mean i'm sure it's very uh, expensive going too. back to smeeg's Sig that he made up for a while. Thanks for a good run. Yes, yeah. Because you know it was a good run. Even even if I if I uh, you know, I, like I said, I was less impressed by it in some of the later years in in many yeah. different aspects. But it you know it had a great run. It really it did. did. It, and you it know was... what? If if it wasn't for that, we would not know each other. It's very true. I, yeah, I know. I bet we life... would not know each other at all. Wouldn't and we would not have as much fun as we do now. Yeah, we owe it a lot. We do. Yes, we do. Our lives. <laughs> so I guess kind of going forward a little bit, though, I think it's kind of interesting that um, the new Hero Factory line doesn't seem to have nearly as much story, which is what captured so many people with Bionicle. Makes me uh, curious to yeah. see how successful it's going to be with that. I've heard yeah. that it's supposed to have uh, a story that is kind of decided by you. Like, I've heard that there are supposed to be online comics that you can post your own characters into. That's kind of a lame cop-out. That, that's a... I'm really well, not a fan of that. Because, well, I, I mean, there was going to be a lot like other I mean, Lego levels, cool. you know, like Alpha Team yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. where, you know, yeah. they give you the framework and, you know, yeah. you can and choose you kind of, your... make your own adventures, which is always what Lego's been about, like, creativity and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I think giving a rich universe that... can also, you know, give... spark creativity. Like, it has... Absolutely. Absolutely, I just yeah, think well, and that, that was one of the nice things about Bionicle was it managed to have so much room for creativity and making our own things and making making our own characters and our own um, stories and, and side stories in addition to having this sort of really rich backstory and, and overarching canonicity. And yeah, if I might say, I know that they get a lot of flack, uh, especially lately, uh, for being flat characters or uninteresting or archetypes, but... When the original Toa first came around, that was something that Lego had never done before. Those right. were characters that they had personalities, they had distinct and different personalities, and they really and they, they jumped off the page for me when I opened. They weren't really overwhelming though either. There's something about some like toy line characters. They have really pro A personalities. They're just like out yeah. there and boom, bam, run around, make noise, be annoying. And they, the Toa, at first, they were actually really kind of laid back. I they mean, were really reserved. They, yeah. 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 They were serious about what they had to do. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, it was different. I, I remember seeing Kopaka put himself together on the beach and just the stuff he was talking about. And it was so different from any other Lego line. Stuff of dreams. The stuff like, uh, I have slept for so long and my dreams have been dark ones. It's like... This is cool. And I just love, like, you know, again, going back to Bohatu because he is the best. You know, he, come, he comes in and then there's this whole dynamic that comes up between the yeah. two of them. Yeah, that was and great. Kind of witty banter. And that's, that's what was so good. Um, and I know that the Toa 
they really kind of they changed the personality somewhat later on and really did kind of move towards being archetypes as said but i think that was one of the strengths in the beginning was that they you know tahu wasn't just a hothead he actually cared for his his team members and things like that and he thought about what he did you know like if he did something wrong he wasn't like oh well you know whatever not at least until the mask of weight he used his brain I mean, yeah. he, he gets yeah. a lot of – nowadays, people think he's like a brute. But I remember yeah. – I think it was the fifth comic, Into the Nest, where he superheated the room, the Borok yeah. Nest, to blow himself out. They were very creative in the beginning in, in how they used, like, the different powers and stuff. It wasn't just shooting fire at someone or shooting ice at someone. I yeah. mean, they did that too. But they also – they, they really had, were committed to doing – kind of interesting things and and dare i say more realistic things with these elemental powers that they could right like yeah. like gali and lewa combining the powers in order to make a storm which you would need to do you can't make a thunderstorm with just wind or just water you would need right. to combine things like that and uh, it was cool all right then <laughs> anything uh, we could say for other years <laughs> <laughs> well actually um after the mask of light i was like oh no because i personally didn't like it i mean there were parts of it that were pretty great but then other parts was just like oh my goodness they killed the toa but then in 2004 when they went back and explained the chiragas past it wasn't what i was picturing but the books were kind of good you know i mean it wasn't like now where it's just completely gone off the beaten path but i don't know i kind of liked it i as much as before but I completely agree, actually. I remember being very excited. Uh, I had a friend talk to me about reading the Mask of Light novelization and the last page that was talking about this city. And I was like, yes, we're getting into some technology. This is going to be so cool. And we went to Metro Nui and we learned the Turaga's past and we learned about Turaga Dume. And I thought it was a really cool story. I really enjoyed 2005, actually. I that was really enjoyed too. 2000. 2005 yeah. could have been. Um, my, my thoughts on the, you know, talk about nostalgia. Um, I used to have long, long, long conversations with the, with the Raptor um, about this back in 2004. Um, about how I, I didn't like the idea of, of switching to the techno kind of thing. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I thought the idea was so novel of having these kind of robot things in this tropical primitive setting. That and was that's, hard to like. I agree. Um, but... I respect the decision, and I think they did make a good, well-developed storyline out of it. I, I, I don't think it was a bad decision to do that. It's just, it just was contrary to my tastes. And mm-hmm. um, I was and, um, disappointed with no Montanui Island. Uh, on that but, note, I... Oh, go ahead, Becca. That's all I had to say. So. Okay. I, I agree. Note, I wasn't a big fan of like the city, but then it was good that when we finally got back, when we went to Voyanui, it was almost the same, kind of the same feel that you had in 2001. Yeah, um, and I've been reading gotta, those lately, <laughs> and that's pretty good. Anyway. Um, I, I actually think that Matronui and, well, 2005, they, they got a bit of a bad rap because people felt they were moving too much towards the technological, but I think that they kept that balance of fantasy and technology that was more prominent in 2001 through 2003. Then when we hit 2006, it started to bend more towards the technology, which is where I started to lose interest. Yeah. I always thought of it as science fiction fantasy, but then it just kind of went off into the science fiction realm, and it was kind of like, no. I know that I personally, like I said, I started to lose interest around 2006 uh, and really wasn't a fan of the years up until, well... 2009, I thought, got some of it back. But I think that sometimes uh, people hear about what we don't like too much. So I'd be interested to hear what my two fellow staffers liked about 2006 to 2008. Right. Um, Go first. Who? Me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I actually felt that um, when Vezon was first introduced, he was a very good character. Um, I, I found him very interesting. I think he's developed in a way that I'm not a very big fan of, but uh, I really enjoyed him uh, in the beginning. I enjoyed the Baraki as well, the whole concept of that, and the whole concept of Mari Nui I thought was a very, very cool concept. 
and I really enjoyed the countdown of the Ignika mask, of it going from gold to silver to black. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> uh, I, I will confess that some of the sets along the line I really liked, uh, especially 2007 was a good set year. Um, oh, yeah. Well, the Mahri weren't very good. but uh, Hey, 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 uh, Ali Mahri. She was good. The, um, yeah, she was, I like the wings. Sorry. Everyone liked the wings. I love the wings. I like the mask on her. But um, Nocturne, fantastic. <laughs> All of the Nocturne, I mean, Nocturne is just a downright fabulous set. A fabulous. Let, 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 Nocturne let just is the that. greatest set. If you don't know own Nocturne, everyone should go out and buy him yeah. right now. You should, you he know, is hey, fabulous. We got you a Nocturne. We got you a Nocturne, right, Rob? Yes, you got me a Nocturne. Yeah, we did. I built it with you. Yes, you fun. did. Yes, you uh, did. No, Nocturne yes. is Nocturne is downright fabulous. So um, I think most of the larger uh, sets that year were pretty good. Yeah, they weren't bad. Um, as good as Nocturne. Um, and the Baraki were fantastic, just in general. They yeah, were they were a lot one of good of the variety. Sets. Um, I didn't mind the Piraka. Um, I didn't think they were, they were pretty clonish, but they actually weren't that bad. Um, uh, and uh, so the larger sets in two thousand six were pretty good. Um, oh, and the vehicles. The vehicles in the past few years have been pretty sweet. Um, oh, yeah. So, so I, I, now, in general, I think there's been a lot of mistakes in the canister lines, though, but I will give credit where credit is due to there. There have been some good sets. Um, Storyline-wise, ooh, let me think. Um, I may have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, you go. Um, 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 well, I just started reading the 2006 storyline so <laughs> a couple years I'm behind. serious okay this is what happened guys and this is horrible I used to <laughs> books at Walmart and then Walmart stopped carrying them and I stopped being into the monocle storyline really <laughs> except for the comics and talking to people like you <laughs> I don't blame you on the Rob's a great source of monocle storyline information yeah he is <laughs> I get, Speaking I get my of uh, Bionicle storyline <laughs> information, everyone should check out Elements 2. Yes. That is a fabulous source of nostalgia. Okay, drop and what you're doing right now and go to short stories. And you don't even have to Why read them all. stop listening to us? I thought we were... <laughs> no, keep listening. Do it right now. You can listen and open another tab if you have a good computer. If you don't, go out and buy one. <laughs> get a mess. <laughs> don't listen to Andrew. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah. And, you know, I was, and people are like, oh, I'll read them all and review later. Don't worry about it. I mean, people aren't going to be offended if you read one or two and then review it. And then maybe read some in a couple months and review it. There's no revival rule. So have that. Yeah. But. Or just, just make different posts for each review. If you want. As long as you're not double post. I was about to say that. Anyway. Enough of that. So, I actually kind of like 2006, because like I said before, it was kind of going back to the island. I really enjoyed the uh, Voya Nui online game, even though that's not really canon, but... Uh, I actually just started playing that the other day. I downloaded it, and, uh, and it's pretty enjoyable. I but, never played it. As, Me neither, um, but I want I, I to. I think Toofy and a couple other people will tell you, I got, I got pretty into it for a while there. I ended up maxing out <laughs> at least one character. Well, see, I Tufi you were really hardcore into that. <laughs> I do like yeah, my RPGs. I've heard, yeah, I've heard <laughs> stories about, about Andrew and the Void Newly Online game. <laughs> I really liked the 2006 comics. I know that he gets a lot of flack for his art, but I think that art perfectly suited that year in 2007. Yeah, because 2006 yeah, like was like really was. dark. And, yeah. you know, like the, the island itself was kind of decaying and falling apart. So, yeah, fit, I thought yeah. it fit well as well. Yeah, My I only problem that's... with that is that sometimes it was so dark it was a little hard to tell who was who. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's but it's okay not like we haven't it, had mistakes like that before in Bionicle comics. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and mistaken identities was kind of one of the themes in 2006 at the beginning anyway. So. Oh, oh. Double meaning. See? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you are English major. With, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 but, um... But no, I actually liked Sager's style. Not as much as I like Lee Gallagher. It's amazing. And oh, Lee Gallagher was the best. But, uh, um, uh-huh. did not, but I like Sager's style. And, um, and it was very, very expressive. Um, and, and I enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Now, 
Elliot style, if we're going back to nostalgia, might have might have rank nostalgia. I did not like Elliot's artwork at all. Just so angular and and um, was uh, that was that when we got more into the call and uh, he was very was similar to Cal and it was it was from issues ten through yeah the yeah. End of the first I was not a fan. The coloring got better, but the drawing not so much. It became too constrained to the sets. They were not. Well, and furthermore, it was just it was yeah, so much so so angular and hard lines and uh, and really kind of almost cubist distortions. (laughs) Yeah, I remember some of those were pretty interesting. Some artistic license for me, it's pretty extreme. For me, it just lost the interest because the characters stopped moving in dynamic ways. That they did in the Lee Gallagher days. Or the there were a Deanda lot of dynamic days. poses and the Donda days. That's exactly right. Good times, good times. So what, what about you, Andrew? What, uh, what, uh, what are you saying, Smig? What, what did you like about 2006 or 2008? Or what do you think of the... Uh, oh, wait a minute. We don't care about you. Never mind. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that was rude. 2006, <laughs> Paraka <laughs> Attack. Awesome game. Oh, yeah, that was fun. You showed me that, That Rob. was cool. Like... I, I like reviewed this. that it's game. So cool. <laughs> you were like, I reviewed that, that game. <laughs> that game was great. 2006, he also had uh, Bionicle Heroes. Uh, oh, yeah, I pulled that out. Yeah, I, I got that as a gift a long time ago. Um, but, you know, like, I, I rarely play, have the time to play video games or anything. But I pulled that out the other day when I had some free time. I was like, hey, this is diverted. Is it cool? I played that's, it at That's actually the first game I got from my Xbox 360, so. There's some nostalgia. <laughs> but we all know that you're better at rocking Hotel California. And, uh, I don't know. I got all the achievements in uh, Bionicle Heroes, too. So, Anyway, so for have... the most part, we've been talking about uh, our nostalgia about Bonacle. We've got some nostalgia about BZ Power and some of your memories of the er- your early time on there. Oh, oh my. Oh, wow. Um, I remember this guy, <laughs> this moderator, Black Six. He was such a... God, such a stuck-up man. Yeah, he was so annoying. Okay, <laughs> I, I need to give out. I, I need to give some shout-outs right now. First of all, shout-out to Makuta Master. He was awesome. Tyler. We oh, totally yeah. do. Okay, and really, second of all, a uh, big shout-out to Mfus903. Oh yes, awesome. Yes, boss, boss. And last, last shout-out to the greatest of us all, Ninjo. We miss you, Ninjo. Oh, Ninjo, we miss you if you're listening. Ninjo, you are are amazing, Ninjo. Yeah, so Busy Tower has changed a lot over the years. Mm. Um, Yeah, in some ways, but then there's still the things about it that stay the same, you know, and and just that it's a good place for good old clean fun, you know, and that's that's what's good about Busy Tower. It hasn't disintegrated into total and utter madness like a lot of places. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) yeah, yeah. Uh, Except for like CFP. One thing that has stayed the same no matter what is our server. God, I love our server. server. (laughs) It hasn't uh, stayed the same. Back in 2001, it was nice and fast and, you know. (laughs) That's because there was nobody there except you. (laughs) Exactly. That's not true. I was there as a guest. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, second thing of nostalgia is I remember when... I was first made a moderator or a forum leader, if you will, and I was running COT by myself. That is the good old. Is that why you're so doing that now? (laughs) Yeah, I can get back in there by yourself if you want, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Not happening. Make him a reporter. That's good punishment. By the way, Andrew, I uh, I nominate myself for reporter. (laughs) I now I second his nomination. (laughs) Motion carried. Excellent. You're not in a position to now say that. Now that's nostalgia. Yes, I am. This would be the third time I've been a reporter. <laughs> yeah, you know. Good time. Good time. <sighs> yeah, I, I remember when uh, when you were when you were a moderator and a reporter, and then you left, and then you came back as just a moderator, then we're a reporter again, and then you left reporter, and and then you were a global moderator, and then, yeah, you're a blog You've leader been for a while. Yeah, blog leader. <laughs> so, Becca, any, any yeah. nostalgia about your early days on BZP? I was one of those people who joined BZP because I read Golly G's stories. I thought they were so awesome. Oh, yes. Welcome well, back, Gigi. Gigi. Ah, love what? Gigi. She's awesome. I said oh, welcome I back, Gigi. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's one of the I joined, too. 
so I could post a reply. I don't think I I actually joined because I don't know if anyone remembers this. Uh, Bionicle.com was hosting a that, your that's why I found it too. contest. Yeah. Yes, and I remember that. I wrote a terrible, terrible, terrible story and ended up posting it on BZ Power and actually getting people to like it somehow. And it evolved <laughs> into a even more terrible story with absolutely no paragraph breaks. Somehow, <laughs> Golly G actually read it and liked it. And, uh, wow, you're she's lucky. Just being nice. yeah, she she was. was totally being nice. She's never yeah. mean. Yeah. yeah. Remember when she was a mod? That was like sweet. I do. Was cool. That was awesome. Remember all those old, old mods that we used to have? Yes. Remember when Andrew was just a mod? And when, I miss uh, those days. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you have to do work. <laughs> but you what? can promote me. Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> or you could you could hand the site over to Jen. <laughs> oh, everyone would be sorry then. She'll <laughs> you personally you, fly out there and kill you. Andrew would just turn his tail and never look back. <laughs> <laughs> and you better run. <laughs> yeah, then you guys wouldn't have any more power casts, no more contests or anything. I could run the power casts. Remember, I, I'm her good minion. So she all that we would have would be Toofy and her whip. <laughs> but you know, that's not a bad thing. That's not necessary. Okay. I, I think you're just sucking up because you're afraid she's gonna hurt you. Oh no, Toofy! If you're listening, hurt him. <laughs> Please do. Oh. Please. She does that enough. All right. <laughs> oh no. Uh. All right, guys. We've been rambling on for a while now. Any other uh, last comments? No? Okay, uh, I guess we're done. 2001 oh. rules represent! <laughs> what? <laughs> I said Bionicle's cool. Smitty <laughs> rambled some crazy thing. Everyone go read Elements 2. <laughs> Please. Yeah. That just about wraps things up for this month's episode of the BZ Paracast. I hope you enjoyed all of our discussions, and I hope you guys come back next month where we'll be discussing uh, Toy Fair, at the very least, among other things, since that'll be taking place in about the middle of February. And I'm going to leave you guys to uh, Smeeg's most recent composition. Take care, guys. See you next month. This thing I just can't handle it This thing called love I must get round to it I ain't ready Crazy little thing called love This thing called love It cries in the cradle all night It swings, it shines It shakes all over like a jellyfish I kinda like it Goes my baby. She knows that rock and roll. She drives me crazy. She gives me hot cold fever. Leaves me in a cool, cool sweat. Gotta be cool, relax, get hit, get on my track, take a back seat, hitch out. Take a long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready. Here's a little thing called love. Take a back seat, hitchhike. Take a long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready. Crazy little thing called love. This thing called love. I just, I just can't handle it. This thing called love. I must, I get round to it. I ain't ready. Crazy little thing called love. 
job love Crazy little thing 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 job All right, guys, I'm recording right now. Everyone so. hold your breath. <laughs> oh, God. I just tried to make me suffocate. <laughs>